This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello! Welcome to a brand new week, everybody. It's Donna. It's Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We've got Ellie with us as well. Ellie! Yeah, you do. We call her All Week Ellie, right? Are you here all week? Yes, all oh week. Gosh. You got me through Friday. Deal with it. Wow. Wow. All for the whole show? Yeah. No, well, no. no. Just the hour. Just she's the first she's hour. here for Holly this week. So we get okay. her like we normally get Holly. Okay. An hour, it's and then Mike she gets to blow some steam. He had a, you know, a family matter. We're unsure on the, on the schedule as of right now. Okay. okay. So but you a, might get me for a little extra half hour here or there this week. Okay. Yay! It's a fluid situation. Fluid indeed. Right. I like it. Let's see. It's a Monday here on the Don and Steve Experience. Oh, which, thanks for pointing that out. If you haven't been with us on a Monday before, we hope that you hang out in hour three at 1130. We will be playing... Uh, <laughs> Rock is here today. Oh, he is? Yeah. Why are you saying he's on vacation? I thought he was going to uh, Nashville. No. Oh. He's here. You sure? I'm sure. Now I thought know? I was sure because the other day he talked to me and he said, hey, we need to do some stuff. And then we said Monday maybe. And I said, well, you know, I got to split quick to get to the airport. So I don't know about Monday, but he suggested Monday. Where are you going? You know, you're. let me say this to you with love. Let me tell you something before you say it. Okay. You think I'm looking at your schedule every day of my life? No, but I got we, other stuff going on. I understand. We've talked about this a lot. Remember, I'm going to be, I'll be broadcasting in Burbank the remainder of the week. Herp, <laughs> Okay, that's right. Yes. You're big timing us again. You're going yeah, to get no, some pretty pictures no, and meet with yeah. your agents yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. All that okay. stuff. But I, I'll be, I need to meet this agent. I'll be live in Quote, Bur- unquote. <laughs> I'll be live in Burbank. Uh... Tuesday through Friday, but I'll be on the air every day. I'll be here live. It's oh, going to be great. Burbank Except is where it'll the be... magic really happens, right? That's right. <laughs> Hollywood gets all the attention, but it's really just it's over really the, the hill. And it's Burbank, which is uh, Glendale adjacent, I will let you know. Nice. Um, but, yeah, so that'll be... That'll be a good time. But you know what? It'll be like doing a morning show out there because I'll be on from 7 to 10. Oh, sure. Oh, and we thank you for that. Oh, it's my pleasure. Hey, what's your agent's name? His name is Jeffrey. With a G, probably. With a J, Donna. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to him. Fine. You don't even know him. You're already saying he's one of the G Jeffries. I'm sorry. He just. I gotta see. I gotta see a real picture of this guy. I'll send you. I a think he picture. might be catfishing you. <laughs> <laughs> You're. Quote unquote age. He's my manager, Donna. Okay. He manages me. Fine. Not doing a great job. Donna. What? 
This I, is not how this show... <laughs> I was trying to tease that at 11.30 today, oh, right. That's right. we're playing cover story. Because right. Rocco's not on vacation. You want to place a bet on that? No. Oh. We could do like a $10 I, bet. This is going in your phone. I'll hold the report. money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be our uh, Price Waterhouse or whatever it is. I, I'd be happy to hold on to the money. <laughs> if either of us had any. 11.30 today, I mean, that comes uh-uh. up. One of us does. Whatever, Donna. What? Raise your hand if you have multiple properties. Oh, whatever. So, by the way, Donna Doesn't always, count. here's what Donna does. She's like, any time I bring up anything like, hey, I got a new uh, fleece over the weekend. Oh, the TV money. Meanwhile, <laughs> if I ever bring up that she has a second property, she always says, don't blame me for my success. <laughs> this, is, this is not fair. This is not oh, equal. It's a dumb thing. I mean, whatever. you know. It's a little A-frame. Doesn't count. Anyway, what are we doing? Oh, you were at the Sorry to all of you who have A-frame houses (laughs) right now. Just so you know, according to Donna, it doesn't count. You thought you were a homeowner all these years? In a stupid classic A-frame, you idiots. You're not homeowners. You're the ones getting catfished. What I meant is it's a tiny little place. It's a a tent made of wood. (laughs) Right. Anyway. Very nice wood, by the way. All right, let's. All right. I can do this story in five minutes. All right, minutes. go ahead. On Friday, I had a really crazy experience at Mall of America, and you know this because I called you on the way home. Listen to this. I was at Mall of America. I get in at around uh, like three thirty ish, and that matters because of an event that happened shortly after that. Shortly after, without me knowing. I was already in the store, and I parked in the north parking lot near Ikea. Okay. And shortly after that happened, there was a a man with a gun in the parking lot who was armed, and there was a circus, like there's a big top out there in the parking lot, the Canadian oh, circus. Oh, like, okay. An okay. actual circus. Oh, my gosh. And this guy goes there and uh, has a weapon, and now police, I didn't see any of this. Well, I ended up seeing it, but police, like all of the police are there. I mean, they're just all there. He's in the parking lot. He's got a gun. It's this whole thing. I don't know any of this is happening. I am shopping for the photo shoot, aforementioned, and uh, I'm making my final purchase of the day. And as we're checking out, I'm at H&M in the north end of the mall. Okay. And I started to hear some, like, yelling. That then I was like, is that happy yelling or is that bad yelling? Then I heard more yelling, like, high-pitched. Now we're like, there's screams in the hallway. And then I saw some people running. So immediately you're like, this is a bad situation. Yeah, this yeah. Is, and we all, listen, we all live in this day and age. You immediately are thinking, is there an active shooter, right? So then I'm looking at the uh, store employees to see, like, are they getting alerted to all this? What's going on? So we're, like, all kind of making eyes with each other. One of the employees goes to the front of the store near the corridor and then uh, looks out, and then they close the, the, the gate to the store, like the entrance, you know? Yeah. Like they would after hours. And then they said, uh, all right, everybody, let's, let's go back. We go back toward the fitting room, and then quickly they come over there and they say, uh, everyone follow us. We're going we're gonna to go back into the stock room. So now there's some kids in the in the room that are obviously really uh, upset about this. Um, and it turns out one of those kids had just been over at the circus, he and his family. And they had just come over here already knowing that there was a guy with a gun outside. Oh, yeah. All we hear is screaming. So now he's thinking, oh, goodness, is there someone with a gun? Suddenly we're in the stock room of H&M and nobody knows what's going on. 
And so I then decided, I was like, I, I'm going to call Lou just so in case she sees a tweet that says MOA lockdown yeah, or whatever. Yeah, All I know is we're in the stockroom at H&M. Um, and so I call her and let her know. And then unfortunately, one of my kids heard the call. And so he was really upset and concerned that I was like really in, in danger. So it was kind of this, this unnerving situation. We stay back there. I don't know. Maybe it was like 20 minutes. And then we get word that there was a separate incident that had happened on the third floor of the mall in the food court. Oh that God. was a fight between either some group of young people, teens, 20s, whatever. And I guess what had happened was they fought. And then that sent some people screaming and running because maybe everybody was already on edge because mm-hmm. there's a big police presence now just outside of that end of the mall. And so then when you're in a store, you're thinking, if I'm hearing yelling and seeing running, smartest thing to do is let's close up shop here until we get word yeah. over the radio yeah. from oh, mall yeah. security or mall police. So then we come out and we're thinking, okay, I guess this is okay. Then I'm like, I'm going to get my jeans and I'm going to get the hell out of here. I then go to leave. You can't. You cannot exit that part of the mall. If you have a car parked in the north end of the parking uh, north parking lot, you cannot leave. You have to stay. Um, I know we're running out of time here. You have to stay because there's that situation with the man who is armed out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So now we're just waiting and waiting. So I'm waiting, and it's like you can exit other parts of the mall. You can shop in other parts of the mall. Uh, but now we're, we're waiting to get out. And then there were a couple more times that you would just see like mall security and police going upstairs. Or then all of them sort of suddenly going downstairs. And then there were a couple times that we heard a little more of a commotion from inside of the mall. And then all of us who are out in the corridor now start sort of looking around at each other like, crap, is something now developing here? What's going on? So there was another time when I popped into Anthropology because they started closing their doors after one of these commotions. And it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to go in there. I don't want to be out in the corridor if right. something is oh, happening. Gosh. I think what had happened was mall security was, from, from what I was told, they were attempting to track down some of the people who were involved in this fight who were running from security. And then so they would get spotted. And then now there's another foot race. And now you're already unnerved. Now there's more running, a little bit of yelling, heightened voices, oh a commotion. Gosh. And then the authorities are trying to chase them down, which then just puts everybody like, shoot, should we go back into a store? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I, it was probably an hour and a half or so until I got, until they opened the doors to the parking lot because that's when the situation had been resolved where they were able to get the man in custody, took him for mental evaluation, all of that kind of stuff. But it was one of those scary scenarios where I'm so grateful that it wasn't a lot bigger than that, but you go into a really quick mindset of, are we in one of these really terrible situations that you hear about? But you know what? Kudos to everybody in H and M at least because everybody stayed really calm. Everybody was unnerved. And really, like, attentive to, like, what the heck is going on. But nobody was panicking. Everybody was just like, what do we do now? Um, let's listen. Let's get the next word. And then, you know, sort of move right. from there. So, Oh, my gosh. So glad you're okay. Yeah. He had a oh shotgun, gosh. huh? In the parking lot? Yeah. Is that right? Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. And I'm looking at, like, the <sighs> police standoff. You oh, know. There were police all over. Holy all cow. Over. I mean, the mall's one of those locations. Something happens. The FBI is, like, immediately on the phone. Right. Yeah, because yeah, it's one of these big tourist, uh, you know, if you had it's to figure out what's a, yeah, what's a target. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. So glad. So, anyway, that was okay. my Friday at Mall of America. Wow. I don't know how to follow that now. Well, we'll just tell you that the Minnesota Wild lost last night. All right. That okay. was bad. I don't know why. Right. Why, yeah, would, I yeah, why would I end that's, with that? That's my fault. We have more bad news I when know, we come back. I know. Uh, there was a, a very famous face from your televisions for especially about the last 20 years yeah. here who passed away over the weekend. We will let you know about that story. We'll hear from Richard Lewis as well on his diagnosis. All of that coming up when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk.
Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Ooh, my voice sounds so rich. Hi. That's generous. <laughs> wow. Well, normally it's very thin, you know. Just, yeah. Somebody Pinning, did something with the... A <laughs> shrill undertone. I didn't need I'm, your oh, input. I didn't know if we were doing critiques of each other's voices. Somebody did something like with the processing or something. Oh, Hi, everybody. wow. Industry terms, Donna. With the processing... Judy from Cottage Grove has no clue what you're talking about. Neither right now. do you. That's true, and, and that's you why. <laughs> that's why I like to just. Forget I like it. to say Judy from Cottage Grove anytime. I actually am unaware of the thing that you're talking about. Okay, it's just some fancy thing that they do. To the you. engineer made it sound better in your headphones. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Oh, All right, Barack Obama. Uh, stage five clingers in the room, by the way. Oh, yeah. Belanger's like, uh, are we doing it at 9.30 or 8.50? Your call, man. We're like, we're not even on the air at that time, Matt. We just, let's just do it when we... I'm going to sit quietly and wait for my segment. Yes, I doubt that. No loud laughing. Highly doubtful. Well, I can't help it. You guys are funny. Oh, man, thanks. Judy from Cottage Grove, huh? Yeah. I always talk about Barb from Brainerd. Oh, sure. She's my imaginary viewer. Yes. Oh, that's good. That's good, too. Okay, bye. I don't have one. No? Nah. Nice way to add to the conversation. How about uh, Barb in Forest Lake? Hey, Barb. Didn't you just say Barb? Oh, you did? I just had a Barb. Oh, sorry. Barb and Brainerd. Oh, sorry. Eloise Fran and Forest Eden Lake. Prairie. My Come Barb on. is real, so though. So yours are all alliterative yeah. or, Charlie uh, or and Chan Hassan. Hassan. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is fun. Oh, that's good. Bob and oh. Belle Plain. Oh. <laughs> I like this. We can do this all day. Yeah. yeah. And Invergrove Heights. Well, you've heard from Wayne and Wyzetta. <laughs> These oh. real people are going to start to call. They're going to be like, I am named Wayne. <laughs> That's I right. And I do live in Wyzetta. Yes, if there is a Ned in Norwood, Young America, <laughs> give us a call. How about that? the name of that place? Yeah, why does it get two? What's up with that? Right? And to call yourself Young America? How dare you? <laughs> there are uh, younger cities. Uh, anyway, Matt, resist. We have sad news. I I could not believe this when I saw this in our show outline this morning. Yeah, Len Goodman, the former Dancing with the Stars judge, has died at the age of 78. This happened over the weekend. And I think, uh, evidently, he was suffering from bone cancer. Oh, my god! And he uh, died peacefully in hospice with his family surrounding him. But he had just stepped away from the show at the end of, what was it, a year ago, I believe it was. Yeah. And he yeah. had been doing it, you know, since 2005. He was on the the British version of this show, essentially, in 2004. He did that, 04 to 2016. And then in 2005, when Dancing with the Stars launched, he joined the show and and just retired in 2022. And he said he wanted to spend more time with his grandchildren and his family in the United Kingdom. Um, But yeah, it was just sort of sad and shocking news because we didn't know that he was ill. Not at all. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, and he, to me, he was the best judge, I thought, of all of them. He just, I liked his honesty. I, I, he wasn't mean, but he was honest and direct. funny about it. Yes, sure. he was direct, Steve. But he didn't try. He he wasn't attempting to be a jerk. Simon Cowell, right. early days of American Idol. Right. Unbelievable. I'm so sad about that. Um. So R.I.P. Len Goodman, 78 years old. Boy, and that was at a time, too, when you think of Len Goodman, he coming in as this British judge, and Simon Cowell, those those shows launched within three years of each other. Idol did in 2002. And it was almost, isn't it kind of funny, the sensibilities that we have? And then they become so beloved. So many people love Len Goodman. But how Americans, uh, some 15, 20 years ago, we wanted a British judge. And it worked better if it was a British judge telling us better. why we were bad at singing <laughs> or dancing. It just felt like... This is more interesting to listen to. Are we really that simple? Yes. That a British accent does make things more interesting to us? Well, they seem like they have us? more authority. Like they're coming from a yes. better place. Right. Like I came up in this industry. I know things. Right. Um, you know, I never I'm watched Dancing fancy. with the Stars a ton. But even if you didn't like, even if you didn't watch the show, everybody knew who Len Goodman was. Yes. Uh, and then you had Bruno. Bruno. Bruno is... He was off his rocker, just nuts, right? On the yes. other end, and always just Stand, everything was big. Yes, he's always standing, standing on the counters, and yes. You know? And then you had Carrie Ananaba in the middle as right. just sort of was she kind of like the Paula Abdul of that show? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but she was. She was very. I feel like her critiques also were. They were all good judges because. She, Coming as a, being a dancer herself, she would be more technical. And, you know, she would go, just snap your hand at the end of that move. Just snap it. Yeah. Because it'll make a bigger impact. Did you ever watch So You Think You Can Dance? I never have, Steve. Nigel Lithgow's great. Lithgow. Doesn't matter. Nigel. British. Right. More authority because Nigel. He, he, hello, that's a super British name. It's tough to get a more British name than Nigel. That's good. But uh, he, he offered really, he wasn't biting, always wanted to help people, but then they would start to point things out. And as you sit there, like me, I'm dumb and I'm just eating potato chips on the couch, hunched over, <laughs> and they're talking about the lines and the grace and yes, the elegance. Yes, and I'm like, that's yeah, what I'm getting at. Yes. He's right. Yes. You should listen to him. It's, <laughs> you know? It is kind of fun to get a little inside look at an industry you know nothing about. Really is. Educational. That's um, why I said the processing. You're welcome. Curb Your Enthusiasm star Richard Lewis um, had an update over the weekend regarding a recent diagnosis that he got. Uh, we'll start this. You got my note about where to start this, Ellie, just so we don't we don't drop the S-bomb in here. But here's him talking about the, the diagnosis uh, that he got. And he seems to be in good spirits. I, I did not get enough. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, I may have set you up for um, a lack of success there. And I, 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 I don't have a single video clip will, for you, my friend. I will correct that error. My apologies. Ellie, welcome. This is what we like to do is um, set you up for failure. <laughs> and I feel like we're doing well so far. My email's going, what did I do? What we'll, did I do? <laughs> we'll, he, we'll hear from him a little bit later. Um, but he, you know, he has Parkinson's disease, and so he was talking about that. But Richard Lewis, my goodness, um, I know sometimes you're getting older and you're just like, boy, things are starting to fall apart. 
he he had this whole situation that happened just a few years ago where it was four surgeries in a row. I mean, he's like, I, I everything was going great. I was at the top of my game. I decided I'm not going to do a, a stand-up comedy anymore, not tour. Then I had a back surgery, followed by a shoulder surgery, then a shoulder replacement surgery, then Holy a hip replacement cow. surgery, and then uh, diagnosed with Parkinson's as well. So, but, but surprisingly, um, like I said, in in good spirits. That's good. I mean, because part of his shtick is always, you know, complaining about stuff. Yes, you know? right. But yeah. glad he's doing it. Okay, he's for sure. Yeah. Um, Matt, you still here? Yeah, he's, I'm here. He's here. All right. Did and, you bring stuff to talk about? I brought three things plus a couple bonus thoughts. Ooh, oh wow! Bonus ham. Uh, Maddie B from TV joins us right after the break. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. I'm so excited for spring and summer, knowing that cabin season at my place means no hard or rusty water. It means clean, clear, soft water, all thanks to Aquarius Home Services. They installed my non-electric Kinetico water treatment system. And now when I get out of the shower, I no longer look like I just got a spray tan. That's a rusty water joke. Instead, I have cleaner, softer skin. Aquarius does it all. In addition to water treatment, they do heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. Find them at AquariusHomeServices.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. I wish we could say we're happy to have Matt Belanger here. Stop (laughs) it. Just because we're fighting, everyone else is getting along. It's just you, Steve. You don't get an intro today. Yeah, because you you were getting in here. It's Ellie. Hi, Ellie. Hello. Hi, nice to meet you. And now you know that um, uh, you're not the only one being sabotaged around here. We ultimately figured out I sabotaged myself, so isn't oh. that just how it goes? No, yeah. you know, yeah. we we told you nothing before the show. We, that's <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's I didn't even know they were going to be here. Actually, she's amazing because if she didn't have a look at the plan, she was flying this plane with no with no nothing. Right. <laughs> I know. No pilot's license. I mean, so kudos <laughs> to you for keeping the plane yeah, in the we, air. We Woo! applaud you. Yeah, this is great. It's, it's radio. Fine by the seat of your pants. <sighs> yep. Right. So fun. Love it. Love yep. It. Live. Now, okay. Matt's, Matt's going to be upset when he finds out that oh, man, I am, I'm uh, not going to be here the rest of the week. But I'm going to be in Burbank, and so I am going to broadcast Boy. from there. But I know you're always salivating, like, are you, are you going to the bathroom? I'll fill in. Can I get a quarter hour rate? I'll come up. I'm in the building. Uh, where are you staying out there? Because I'm going to sabotage no, no, your no. internet connection. All oh of a sudden, God. there's going to be a big outage, and Steve cannot call in. Steve's no. going to see his manager. Donna, what? quit insinuating <laughs> that he's fake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Je- oh, okay. Oh. They're going to be. They're, oh, okay. They're going to share a sushi platter and a little white wine. <laughs> candlelit uh, conversation about Steve's big time future. Anyway. anyway, ready? Back to the segment. Number, Number one. one. All right. Um, so, up first here this morning, this is uh, scary <laughs> stuff. So, I'll start with the most serious, then the wildest, and then we'll get to the fun, interesting thing. Okay. okay. Um, Some uh, New York senators, senators from New York state are speaking out. They want federal regulations because these lithium ion batteries are blowing up and catching on fire all over the place. And in New York, it's a huge problem. It's a problem everywhere, but it's in New York a big problem because a lot of the delivery folks in the city are on these like e-bikes that have these big 
lithium ion batteries yeah. and the problem is is there's not really any rules and when you know steve could start a battery making operation in his basement mm-hmm. and his, you know and the oversight's a little not great says mm-hmm. the lawmakers and so they want to add tougher regulations so that the cheaply made batteries from like let's just say other countries mm-hmm. that tend to have the safety problems are eliminated in the u.s you know what i'm talking yes. about yes <clears throat> So anyway, so we're we're looking at the the possibility of maybe some tougher regulations, and it's all coming from the safety concern. There are some there's a uh, some places in London that have actually like made steps to outlaw e-bikes hmm. in because of the these fires that are happening. And New York's having problems. I think San Francisco. And it's like, okay, what seemed like a really cool technology now has all sorts of problems. And so yeah, they need to they need to have some regulations. Why isn't this being federal federally regulated. Well, that's what they're calling for. So Chuck Schumer, the senator from New York, yep. is saying, uh, hey, without federal regis- federal legislation, uh, since so many of these batteries come from across state lines and are made overseas, like made in China, we will not have a complete China. and strong solution un- unless there's a federal Got it. Put it. Got place. it. So they're just they want to ratchet okay. it up. And, and I mean, the video of some of these people's like windows are getting blown out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's incredible what can wow. happen. So, these, and so rem- this is not like a little like, oh, there's smoke coming from that battery box. This is like these are really cause big fires. Five people have died. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Last year in New York from this situation. And, you know, like those uh, wheelie bags that have batteries in them. That's why, yeah. you know. These ba- these types of batteries can have problems, and that's why you have to take your battery out of the suitcase. That type oh, of the sure. type of suitcase yes. that carry on that has a battery in it. Oh. That's why you have to take it out of the case. They don't want it activated. Oh you know, lord, you yeah, you don't plane. want a, a yeah. fire down in the cargo area or in the cabin if you have it with your carry on oh, bag. Yeah. Some of them have the batteries that you can oh mercy charge your phone off your suitcase. Oh. Both of you are furrowing your brows. I, you I, obviously, I, you're a fancy TV person. I yeah, didn't Matt, know that you're was just a in thing. a tie right now. What are you? I know. Co-signing you're, you're alone today, Nigel. All right. Sorry, we're in a bad place right now. <laughs> we don't know why. Wayne from YZ is on line one. Okay, how about we do number Number two. two. Wow. Uh, Well-oiled machine. We are just on square wheels here today. Um, <laughs> guys, in uh, Disneyland in California, there was an animatronic dragon that, I don't know what this theme is I have going today, sorry, that burst into flames oh, wow. during the, the show that they were doing at Are the Are all your stories going to be about no, things blowing fire up? Related. No, no, the third <laughs> yeah. one's just Finally, a- this on arson. Local arson. Stop, sorry. guys. I can't. I don't make the news often. <laughs> that was funny, right? That is funny. Okay. It's a callback. Um, anyway, they did like a parade. They call it the Fantasmic Presentation there at the park. You know what I know. What, I know what you're talking about. Sure, yeah, and there was a dragon fun. there that spits fire. And that's part of the show, and that's why it's so cool. Well, the dragon, like, malfunctioned, and oh, no. the Spitfire flames caught the dragon on fire. The good news, no one was hurt, but firefighters had to rush to the park. And there's a Dang. lot of, like, cell phone video out circulating oh, on social wow. media. You might see that today. Um, pretty incredible to imagine being there watching this happen, you know, with your kids. Right. <laughs> Mommy, what's happening to right. the dragon? Huh? Yeah, and actually, you you might not even be any wiser at the moment, and you're just like, wow, when I was a kid, they didn't have flames that big, and this is really something. This <laughs> yeah, is look our- at this show. They burn a dragon down every time. And we can joke about it a little bit, because no one it, was hurt. Everybody's fine. It's all yeah. fine. But, boy, scary stuff, uh, investigating the cause of that there at Disneyland in California. And now, 
Number, number three. Wow, this drag, there's a lot of black smoke coming coming out of this dragon. Yeah, the video head. is incredible. It's, it it's is not like a little fire. It, it it's was, a fireball. It's, it exploded. Oh my it's, gosh! It's wild to see. Uh, th- this one's right up Steve's alley. So apparently, the hot new shoe right now are the dad sneakers of the world. I need oh. to see what these look like. Okay, so um, I brought. I knew you would say that. So I, <laughs> this is an, a photo. Of what they are. So think like big. Like New Balance. Big, thick, white, you know, soles, like clunky, you know, not. They look like they provide orthopedic support. Right. Good arch support. Very comfortable. Do they come with Velcro? They probably can. (laughs) So nostalgic brands like New Balance and Asics kind of making a comeback. Um, apparently, all the young people who matter in the fashion world are choosing to wear these dad shoes really? again. So much so that uh, the the Balenciagas and the Gucci's of the world are creating their own thousand dollar plus versions Version. of this. And and rich people are so dumb; they're always looking for ways <laughs> to blow their money. I know. Oh, if only someone would come out with ugly dad sneakers again. And it's all left dads everywhere, like, really confused about what's going on, sure. you know, about why everyone's wearing yep. those shoes now all of a sudden. But, uh, but believe it or not, these uh, some of these New Balance versions and things are selling out, and then they're being resold for, like, three, four times. Really? That's a thing. Like, the people resell, buy so. up shoes mm-hmm. just to resell them. They never wear them, and then they sell them again, especially if they're hot. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I couldn't what's, believe What's this. next? It's going to be the, the grass-cutting shoes are going to be hot. <laughs> that's a good dad shoe well, with some grass stain, ex- right? That's the ex- if you're trying to think, what does this look like? It That's the, sh- the, the, the shoes that your dad wore <laughs> to mow the lawn are the shoes that are now hot among the youngsters. Wow. Everything comes back. Like two years ago, the Visco girls traded all their Birkenstocks for New Balance sneakers. Oh my God. See, that's the same the people. Yeah. And, it, and apparently the trend has really taken off right now. So there you go. All right. Um, I don't know what Visco girls means. Neither do I, but I just kind of want to know. Like, V-S-C-O. V-S-C-O. What does that mean? If you Google I, I thought like maybe um, people knew because Holly knew what it was, but it's Holly the, knows everything. the kind She's of amazing. like teen girl who wears oversized T-shirts, Birkenstocks, and socks, oh, and oh. always has a scrunchie and like a messy bun and she's carrying around a hydro flask like the one I have oh. right here next to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But they Love started it. wearing new balances. Oh, That's wow. That's the thing. I'm huh. telling you, I, I speak the truth, folks. You do, Matt. And there, yeah, I, 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 Thus concludes the big three with Maddie B. Yes, Donna, in the front. What? <laughs> I didn't know new balance was not being worn anymore. For, right? Wait. Because oh, you go to any store, you still see New Balance. Yeah. Yes. Brand. Well, yeah, they do still sell them They're for sure. They're being worn, but it's just not the trendy <laughs> thing anymore. It Got might it. be like a who's wearing them. You I know? see. Yeah. Kind of like... Um, I never thought they were trendy. How many pairs do you have? I don't think I have New Balance. Okay. All right. I don't think I've ever purchased a pair of Nikes that are over... A hundred dollars. Like I've never like done, done like the. Yeah. Let's go get some really cool yeah, sneakers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I kind of like to. You should do it. Thanks, man. Okay. Hey, Matt. Um, other thoughts. Hey, Matt. Bonus ham. Uh, bonus ham. One. It's uh, National Bucket List Day. Oh. So maybe you guys can just take that and run with it. That's it. That if is a, a good a, topic. If you have a spot in the plan. Oh yeah. It is national, or maybe it'll be part of a game. Did, you, did, he, did he keep winning? Did you did you lose? Oh, lose the college your pop league? culture knowledge, yeah, which you screwed yeah. up for me. Sorry, dude. Shoot. We're not playing today. Oh, okay. I guess. Are well, you sure? It was genuine no. surprise. I don't on think you have face. a good grip on <clears throat> the schedule yet for this week. Wow. I don't. 
<laughs> Come on, it's only 9.30 on a Monday. We'll find out at 10.30. I think that right. we're going to play. Holly's not in. I know that. I, yes, Mike's I know that. probably not in. Well, I'm not certain of that or not at this point. This is I see him in the other room. Oh, yeah. you do? Thank okay. You. <laughs> Ellie, Mike's do in. you see what I'm dealing with, Matthew? What were you saying? I oh, you oh sorry, I don't have a manager. Stop fighting. I don't like it when mommy and dad fight. It's fake fighting. <laughs> Tell okay. us about your bonus ham. Make it good and glazed. Well, you... Gross. <laughs> you, um... Trim the fat. Trim the fat. Speaking trim of, the fat. Speaking of, you asked how my dance jam class oh, went. Yeah. Speaking of trimming the fat. Now, remind everybody about... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. About this class right. you took last week. So my friend teaches this dance jam class at the Lifetime and um, he's a dancer, like a legit dancer. And I've always wanted to just try this. Uh, a couple of the people downstairs in the newsroom are like, oh yeah, I've done dance jam. I always feel so fun yeah, happy right. when, I, when I do it. I don't like group participation. Well, but here's the thing is that I went in there and I had the best attitude and I'm like, yeah, we're going to do it. And he did me no favors. Like we know each other. I was like, I'm coming to your class. Be easy on me. You know, go easy on me. They, he starts the music and he's telling a story about something and everybody in the room just starts. They know what they know they're doing. All yeah. the steps. Oh, he's no. not even giving cues because oh, no. <laughs> because like everyone is perfectly in sync. And I mean, I just stood there and bounced up and down in place for an hour <laughs> and like laughing at myself, bumping into they these have video of this. I no, thank it. goodness. But uh, so I, I'll never do it again. But I'm glad I tried. But I and then I talked after to some people and the, yeah, they've gone for weeks. Every week. That's how there. I feel they when I go. A yoga class, like yeah. every nobody's telling you how to do the move. They're just all doing the move. Well, they have like guided ones and unguided ones. So focus on the guided. Note to self. But I'm going back to my uh, my mainstay class, Warrior Sculpt, which is like a yoga y thing. I was going to say, is that a yoga that thing? Yeah, it's like yoga with weights and stuff. Oh, uh, I bet you that's really difficult. So, but I was just bopping around, like literally, it, it did the job because I broke a sweat. So that was good. And yeah. then the other thing that I loved about it was I was in such a good mood because I was literally laughing at myself. Like Because you're looking at yourself in the mirror and I am just gyrating all over the place. Right, and all yeah. of these folks in the room are perfectly in sync. They're flicking so their hands. Funny. If Nigel the judge was there, Aww. everyone but me would have gotten a great score. <laughs> anyway. Congratulations. That's when are you great. going back? 1030 if you ever let me get out of here. Oh, so now oh, we're going to do that other up. class today. Oh, now yeah. we're holding him up. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm just trying to dish back a little of sometimes what we receive. So I love you. Thank you for thank having me. Thank you, Matt. Me. We always love it when you come up here. I'll be back Not on always. the TV tomorrow morning at 4.30. 4.30. With this news. Nice. You still working on 45? Is that suspension over? Or? 7 to 9. Nice. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. They can, and that's, never mind.
I was going to say they you can smoke on the air there, yourself? and then I've been in trouble before oh, yeah, for telling that. smoking. They cannot smoke on the air on that <laughs> channel during the news. Hmm. I got my wrist slapped once from my Twin Cities Live boss about joking too much about smoking on yeah, Twin Cities Live. That. Gosh, <laughs> know your audience. Wow, we got to go. Freddie from Forest Lake is listening. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Hey, guys. Hey, Bye, Matt. If you've got one of those big, giant, 20% off Bed Bath & Beyond coupons, (laughs) you can probably burn it. I'll explain when we come back. Guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. Steve, stay out of this one. Anyway, I have to talk about something serious, and that is if you are ever injured in an accident, first and foremost, obviously, get medical attention, even if you don't think your injury is serious, because sometimes you don't even realize you have an actionable case until weeks later. Then, after getting medical attention, make sure you get a hold of a good personal injury attorney like Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. He would be happy to meet with you for a free consultation and keep in mind that attorneys only get paid when it comes to personal injury if there is an actual settlement. When you suffer a personal injury, you're in a vulnerable place, your health is affected, oftentimes your ability to earn money is affected, your family is likely also affected. Uh, You need to find someone who knows the law and who's going to fight for your rights. You can get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, Just go to minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Oh, hey. Hi. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve, now you say something. This just in. Now you say something. I panicked. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, was I supposed to fill for time? Sorry. Uh, Don't forget, today's weather's probably garbage. I don't think it's No, it's actually going up to 50 something. It's going to be like in the mid 60s by the middle of the week. But I was at a flag football game yesterday. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh! It was so cold when the cloud covered it was the sun. Cold. I was for like, a walk. I was like, why uh, is it so cold out here? By the way, listen. You want to hear some freaking garbage? Here it comes, everybody. All right. Next Sunday, next Monday, forty-four degrees. Next Sunday, forty-nine. <laughs> like there are just guys. I had a friend from Florida texting last night. We're in this group called the Cod Pod. And um, it's a group text. Everyone hold your questions till the end, please. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> so the Cod Pod uh, was conversing and Brittany was showing pictures of herself and her husband out on the boat. She's like, oh, our friends have a boat. And then I took a picture of the weather app that said mm. Eden Prairie 39. <laughs> she was like, wow, it's like the reverse here. And I thought, I'm happy for yeah. Someday, someday, we will have summer. And it will be terrible because yep. it will be... Mosquito-y. Humid. So hot. Excessive heat. <laughs> like the fact... Oh, here we go. We'll just take 30 seconds. The fact that our summers aren't awesome, that's what the rest of America doesn't know. When they hear Minnesota, what they think is terrible winters. And let me tell you, you're damn right about that. Okay. Yep. They're just garbage. They're, they suck. This year in particular is just so irritating. And everybody hates this winter. You think that we sit in the 60s and 70s in the summer because we're up north. Right. Friends, right. we are in the mid 80s and the dew points always seem to be in like the 70s where it's sultry it's and sticky. Yeah. 
in, in you're, reality, you're always damp. You know, I almost don't even want to really think about this, but I bet in reality, we probably have maybe like six, six to eight total weeks, weeks of pleasant weather. Yeah, yeah. There's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing, said idiots. <laughs> Why do we live here? No, it's fine. Although it's I did fine. say to nice Lou to yesterday for the first time I told her out loud, I said, this is not where retirement is for us. You can't have that vision, right? And she she agreed. This is not. And for those of you oh, enjoying yeah. retirement here right now, what a wonderful <laughs> decision. And we support you and we love you. And but it'll drive you. us away. All right, goodbye. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. <laughs> Guys, Bed Bath & Beyond is going... Bye. Bye bye in the car car. They've been struggling for a while and yesterday they declared bankruptcy. They are not restructuring or anything. It is completely over. Um, Here's what you need to know. Um, Your coupons will only be good through tomorrow. Then they're basically going to be useless. They're liquidating everything, so everything's going to be dirt cheap anyway. You're going to get super deep discounts uh, going out of business sales. I forgot about this. The store began in 1971 as Bed and Bath. First store was in New Jersey. Mm. Remember going to Bed and Bath with my mom. Then it became Bed Bath and Beyond in 1987. And in the late 90s, it started becoming you know, a mainstream big box store. And that's when the big blue coupon started that never expire. You could use one from eight years ago. They'll still take it. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, Starting Wednesday, everything is final sale. You cannot return anything. Mm, That's good news for me. Ellie, be sure to use your gift card. I'm buying a rug tonight. Perfect. Which Bed Bath & Beyond will you go to? Is there Where are the functioning ones in the Twin Cities right now? There was now? one in the quarry, but it just closed, oh. I think. Is that one officially closed now? That I do not know. That uh, Like a week ago or something, it was like doing a closing sale. So I, I really don't know. I'll have to look around. Hmm. Well, uh, use your gift card. You've got until May 8th. They're going to stop accepting reward points from their loyalty program on May 15th. And if you have a registry through Bed Bath & Beyond, they're going to be reaching out to you about transferring it to a competitor's service. You know, like if you're getting married or something or you have a gift registry, you know, a, a wish list. Thank you. They say one of the things that caused a problem for them is their private label products. They pivoted to private label products a couple of years ago. This was... Um, Done by a former Target executive who installed, uh, uh, who was installed back in 2019, and he worked private label magic at Target, and he released dozens of highly profitable Target-only lines that offered a promising roadmap for other retailers. Like, oh, maybe we could do that too. Maybe we could do oh. that as well. But when he tried to replicate his Target success at Bed Bath and Beyond, the strategy broke down. Um, and in certain categories, like kitchen appliances. Brands really matter, right? You want your KitchenAid or whatever right, it might be. Right. So shoppers stopped showing up to Bed Bath & Beyond after it swapped out KitchenAid mixers 
and you know, like the, I, the other big brands that they just know and love. And when they couldn't find them there, then they started going other places. That's what the morning brew is I writing today. Noticed. You ever walk into a store and you had a memory of what it was like, and then you walk in and it's nothing like that anymore? Mm-hmm. Kind of started to get that vibe. Yes. Going there. You know, I the Bad Bath & Beyond holds a, a special place in my heart because that's where Lou and I registered Aww. when we got married. Aww. It was like, oh, and I think we'll need spatulas, right? We don't have any spatulas. Right. We, we need right. pots. We need pans. Yes. And so we went through, we met with an associate, and then they gave us the little beep. The little Cute. laser gun thing. And you just point it. And oh, so exciting. When we're like, so which one? Fun. That is very fun. I want to do that. Yeah, that is fun. You Neat. would like it. You could go register for something. You don't have to publish the registry. You could just do it. I would suggest you do it in the next couple of days. I use their private registry system to look for products because I, I had a hard time finding because the kitchen appliances. I had a yeah. hard time finding uh, the right like coffee machine I was getting for work two years ago, and I had to go to their like registry service and talk to one of their wedding oh, professionals. Wow. <laughs> that oh, something? interesting, Donna. Just put a veil on and go in and say, <laughs> "You know what I'm here for, Give ladies." Give me that beep 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 thing. Yes, and yeah, then you just beep the crap out of it. We got to talk about this Matthew Perry story. Do you want to save it? Let's, let's save, save it. it. Why don't we? Uh, why, when do you want to do it? Well, we'll do it next. Hey, we'll do it next. We'll do it next. We got a little. Uh, we'll Math- do it live. What? The Matthew Perry story coming up. He's changing. He's making a, a a change to his memoirs going forward. So if you've already had one that's already been published, you have the original. For those of you who get a new one soon enough, it might look different than ours. Yeah, looked. we'll and explain it the change. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. And when you find out why he did it, it sort of was a reason it hit close to home, literally for him. We'll talk Ooh. about that. Uh, ben Affleck is going to say something out loud about his wife Jennifer Lopez that will make all of us angry or jealous. You're jealous. That's what it's coming down to. I'm jealous. You're a little we'll jealous. Nice. We'll do it now. You're jelly. Bye now. You're jelly roll.